Time now for Financial Friday on WOMI with your host, Drew Watson, sponsored by Align Wealth Management. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. From the cabinet doors and more studio, this is WOMI Owensboro, 99.1 FM and 1490 AM. Hello and welcome to this special edition of Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I am your host, Drew Watson, private wealth advisor with Align, and your host never sleeps. This show is coming to you live from the desert, uh, from the Forbes Top Advisor Conference that is put on by Forbes and Shook Research. Um, your host has been uh, fortunate enough to have uh, been named a top state advisor where we work and I have been attending the conference this week uh, in Las Vegas and this show will kind of be a synthesis of what has uh, come to mind and some of the best ideas and things to watch for you over the next six months to five years or even longer. So let's dive in and uh, take it from the top like we always do in this first segment when we look at what's going on in the markets then this week has had a lot of volatility. Uh, we had kind of a real crummy day on Monday after a really good day last Friday. Uh, things kind of turned around on Tuesday and then intraday. We uh, had a pretty good move Wednesday and Thursday. Now, what's pushing markets? Well, there's several things. Um, we'll start with probably what might be the least important in the long run, but what's on everybody's mind because it's on what's on everyone's television screen is the debt ceiling debate in Washington. Uh, a lot of the economists uh, that have been at this uh, event don't seem to be super concerned about the debt ceiling in the long term as they do realize this is kind of short-term political theater, that the U.S. will have to make some decisions and get through this. But other uh, more fearsome um, icebergs in the ocean are lurking, perhaps, than the U.S. debt ceiling. Really, a bigger issue in Washington that we've heard all week is the fact that this type of political theater continues to go on um, month after month, year after year, with really no um, type of what I would say comradeship or uh, bipartisanship being shown um, to work together. It's clear, I think, the Biden ad, you know, agenda has become more progressive, and he is now a little bit handcuffed by some of the more moderate uh, members of his own party, and the Republicans will try to stonewall as long as they can to try to you know, push off the inevitable of tax increases and um, maybe some types of uh, entitlement programs being created out of thin air as well. But what is this doing with markets? Well, generally speaking, uh, the benchmark that we look at the most in the business is not the S&P 500 or the Dow Jones or even the NASDAQ. It is the 10-year Treasury bill. And the 10-year has been relatively uh, in a tight range since it kind of broke out a couple weeks ago after the Fed announced they would look at beginning uh, starting to taper or reduce the amount of bonds that they purchase every month. And we have been right around that 1.5% number now for quite some time. Um, you know, what's clear is interest rates and earnings will drive markets much more 
than politicians will in the long run. Also making news is West Texas Intermediate Crude. Uh, it's up a whopping almost 62% year-to-date, uh, only dwarfed by natural gas being up 136% year-to-date at the beginning of this week. Uh, we will get back to the commodity patch in the next segment as we kind of take a deeper dive of uh, different areas uh, and different potential issues that may come up in the next coming years. But essentially, for market action this week, uh, D.C. is on the front burner, but also you've had a lot of investors, and we'll get to this as well, look to maybe exit some of the tech trades that buttressed up their portfolios um, for years, and that may create an opportunity. Uh, one of the speakers um, that was at the Forbes Shook Conference always reminded people uh, whenever there's a bubble, there's an opportunity on the other side of it uh, for the assets that don't make up the bubble. Uh, it also does appear that this OCA OPEC plus uh, production cabal um, will continue to increase oil production, but at a very measured and gradual pace at this point. But where prices are headed, um, you know, it's not that long ago that, uh, you know, the, I think the Chicago Mercantile Exchange had a zero print on front month crude oil contracts, and now we're up into the $75 a barrel range. So the 10 years holding steady. It does um, look like that, that the thing that we're going to focus on probably at least for the next several months on this show is talks about inflation. Uh, that's a dirty word that starts with I and what that means for investors. And when we return, I'll go through some of the highlights of the conference and different ideas to think about longer term for you and your money and your financial planning. You're listening to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. And we'll be back in 60 seconds. What do you want to do when you grow up? When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer. Our pursuits become careers. And if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask, what's most important to you? Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, and we are coming to you directly from the Forbes Shook Top Advisor Summit in sunny Las Vegas, Nevada. In this investment spotlight segment, we're going to talk about an issue that's been discussed a lot lately. No, not the logjam and morass of what's happening in Washington, D.C. We're going to talk about shipping. Shipping has become the topic du jour uh, for almost all Americans as uh, everyday folks are worried about being able to get Christmas presents for their kids because they're worried about everything being stuck in container ships in the Pacific. If you're running a business in Vietnam, uh, you're worried about being able to get your product even to the port as they've had some problems 
uh, with the rail system. And if you're, uh, heaven forbid, running a business in China, you're probably hoping you can just get your lights on. So what I'm talking about is a huge, right now, uh, scary-looking logjam within the global supply chain. We've been hearing about this now for months, uh, and it began very uh, abruptly and mysteriously when China shut down their second largest port, I believe in August, with no warning for almost eight days, citing the fact they couldn't get any workers there. Now, the People's Republic were very careful to say it wasn't due to COVID or any COVID issues. They just said the workers weren't there. So take that for what it's worth. Uh, we've also seen the images in the nightly news, the internet, uh, social media, of all the ships that are laying at anchor off of Long Beach, California, waiting to be unloaded. Now, part of that story could be said is in most of the world, port facilities were in 24-7, 365 days a year because their economies live and die on what they can send out of their countries. In the U.S., those port facilities are not quite working on what used to be called banker's hours, but they're sure not working on the old Kermagee Galatia mine coal mining 24-day swing shift uh, that I worked on uh, when I was uh, in college working as an underground coal miner. So we do have a lot of downtime in our ports in this country, and that's also why we're probably having some delays ourselves is the U.S. work schedule, but there's a lot of reasons. Now, Let's take a look to the other side of the country and look and focus on transatlantic shipping. Over the past few years, we've talked about and held a spotlight on trans-Pacific rate hikes and backlogs in the container ship market. Now it's time to add transatlantic cargo to the fray as rate hikes and backlogs become a real problem in the Atlantic with Northern Europe to North America rates more than three times 2019 levels. Year over year, transatlantic spot rates are up 210% per container. Let me say that again. Up 210% per container, according to BIMCO, one of the world's largest international shipping associations whose members by tonnage represent around 60% of the world's merchant fleet. As in the Pacific, European-American merchant ship spot rates are rising as global supply chains approach a breaking point and U.S. import demand soars. Between January 1st and July 1st, seagoing European container exports to the U.S. were up 500,000 TEUs, according to Continental Trading Services, CTS. What is a TEU? Well, a TEU, in case you're wondering, is a 20-foot equivalent unit, and it's about half the size of the 40 foot containers more commonly seen moving by train or truck. So if you're ever asked, you know what a TEU is. CTS believes that 3,292,000 loaded TEUs were shipped from Europe to America in the first seven months of this year. By April, spot rates for voyages from Northern Europe to the U.S. East Coast jumped 52% from $2,329 to $3,544 on average to move a 40-foot equivalent unit, an FEU, 
Average transatlantic spot rates reached $5,798 per FEU by July 1st and $5,893 by September 23rd. Spot shipping rates could continue to rise in the Atlantic as we move into the year-end holiday season. For the 12 months into July 1st, 2021, cargo carrying capacity for Atlantic container ships grew 21%, and at the same time, U.S. ports added four new terminals with more on the way. Unfortunately, employee shortages are likely to result in growing backlogs at Atlantic and Gulf Coast ports if transatlantic trade continues to grow. Shippers are struggling with the congested ports, causing arrival and departure delays. Unfortunately, higher Atlantic shipping rates could linger and add to inflationary pressures well into the first half of 2022. You're listening to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. And we'll be back in 60 seconds. When today is unpredictable, you need sound advice and strong support to help you stay focused on your long-term financial goals for tomorrow. Ameriprise has been guiding clients through challenging times for over 125 years. You can take comfort in working with an advisor who's backed by that strong experience and who's there to guide you with personalized, goal-based financial advice. Together, you and your Ameriprise advisor can plan your future while navigating your now. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Offices located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. And in our third segment today that's usually devoted to financial planning topics, we will dive deeper in some of the top uh, topics that were presented at the Forbes Shook Top Advisor Conference this week as it pertains to what the experts feel would, might be in the cards uh, for the next uh, near-term and long-term horizon. As we touched on in our previous segment, the topic of higher inflation dominated the conference and especially uh, dominated the uh, breakout sessions and speeches given by seasoned economists uh, that were on hand. Specifically speaking, one thing as listeners to be mindful of is if you've been watching homes sell around you in any of the locations uh, in, in the tri-state area, what you've seen is prices that, quite frankly, have staggered both buyers and sellers. Keep in mind, the lower the interest rate, the higher the value of the home can be because with low rates, your payments can be controllable even on a three, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollar $500,000 mortgage payment every month. Why are home prices and uh, the other housing inflationary piece of data that's out there, it's called owner equivalent rent. Why is that important? Well, right now, the numbers that are being reported by the federal government as it pertains to what they call the inflation rate are only showing housing values and owner's equivalent rent to be year over year up about 2.6%. Now, if you're listening to this show driving your car, we hope you didn't go in the ditch because as you know, most houses have gone up in value by double digits at least uh, in the last few years. We've said it before on this show many times, in the grand ske you know, sweep of history, 
housing values, typically outside of some of the uh, zip codes in the more tony areas of this country, really only go up by about 1% a year adjusted for inflation. But right now, the numbers that account for housing value increases and owner equivalent rent increases have only been pacing at 2.6%. Now, before you go into uh, black helicopter mode and conspiracy theory mode, as I am close to Area 51 for our listeners, this is not a government conspiracy to hide the inflation. This is truly a reflection of the antiquated way that the government collects this data, especially around housing and rental income data. Now, more than likely, in probably four to ten months, what that piece of the CPI index will show should be, and may very well be, large double-digit increases. If you're like me and like the, one of your uh, Sunday morning rituals is to uh, grab your drink of choice in the morning and sit down and look at the Sunday paper to go over real estate transfers, if you knew a house sold for $100,000 three years ago and it sold for $200,000 today, that is a 100% increase in three years, which would tell you divided by three is right around a 33.3% a year increase, a far cry from 2.6%. Also, we have heard numerous anecdotal stories about rents increasing both for you know, renters, uh, also businesses. So we do expect that eventually the inflation prints that the government says uh, about rising prices may even be much larger than what we saw in the uh, early spring period in April and May of this year. That is because a lot of the higher prices have not been counted yet. Secondly, what we've discussed um, on previous segments and previous shows is what is going on with the supply chain problems both here in the U.S. and around the world. Uh, the poster child for this is all the container ships laying at anchor off the coast uh, in Southern California off the port of Long Beach with long delays and getting those ships unloaded and getting them getting whatever's packed in those containers to the end users. And we've been warning people on this show even now for two weeks, you better get your Christmas shopping done early because of supply chain bottlenecks. That is a, that is a big creator of inflation. But keep in mind, as evidenced by gas prices at the pump and the price of oil that we highlighted in the first segment, some of this inflationary cause is being done by demand for the product. There is more cash available today than at any time in history, and U.S. savers have buttressed away almost 60% more than their average savings to be able to buy things. So there is not just a supply chain logjam, but there is more than anything maybe perhaps a huge demand pull pulling prices forward. And the final real, uh, say that may be the straw that may break the camel's back in this inflationary environment is wage inflation. Because supply chain inflation, that can fluctuate. And once factories are back to running normally, trucks, trains, ships are running normally, even stuff being made in Vietnam or Myanmar, 
returns to normal, there will be enough stuff purchased and demand may slow down. But especially in the U.S., we have had a tremendous amount of wage inflation. One of the uh, Biden's planks in his election bid was to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Little did he know, all he had to do was have a second wave of the pandemic and voila, through the magic of free enterprise in the marketplace, wages have raised themselves. A lot of businesses are seeking workers. Workers are in high demand. Uh, I just got myself a little postcard in the mailbox last week from the U.S. Postal Service, and they are hiring at $19 plus per hour to work at some of their facilities. What is dangerous about wage inflation is once you start paying someone 19 or $20 an hour, it's really, really difficult, if not impossible, to take them back to making 12 15 $10 an hour, whatever the number is that's out there. So when a wage inflation comes in, it's not like supply and demand um, when you're making products. That tends to be more sticky and a more sticky form of inflation that's going to be out there. Put on top of that the higher taxes that most corporations will face, some additional regulations, maybe even payroll taxes, and most businesses are going to be forced, along with this paying their people higher wages, to increase the price of both goods that they sell and, more importantly, the services they provide. Why might that be more important is the U.S. economy is right now over 60% a services economy. Now, I'll close on this bright point. We used to make stuff in this country. And one thing about what's happening in China and the supply chain backlog coming from the Far East and Europe is that I do think we'll see more and more companies put forth the effort to re-onshore more of what they do here in the U.S., probably Canada, probably Mexico, but within the U.S. And we're not calling for the days of a you know, Henry Ford plant with 16,000 employees that's three miles long, and you put in raw materials on one end and drive out Model T's on the other. But we do think we'll see more and more small to mid-sized manufacturing places open up in the country. A lot of it will be done by fewer workers with more high-tech stuff helping them to keep productivity where it is in an effort not to be caught in this supply chain law jam again or to be held at the mercy of the People's Republic of China on how they conduct their business policies. So keep your weather eye out, as Jack Sparrow would say, for higher inflation and all the symptoms of higher inflation. But keep in mind, we will probably see more stuff made here in North America again and it's not going to be the 50s all over again, but it's going to be the 2020s. And keep that in mind. So hopefully happy days are here again. You've been listening to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. And we will be back after a word from our sponsors. What do you want to do when you grow up? When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer, our pursuits become careers, and if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask what's most important to you. 
Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Merit Prize Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The competent retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. This is our fourth segment of the show where we answer your questions that you've emailed to us regarding financial planning topics. Let's look at what the email has brought in today as we are in our live remote this week from fabulous Sin City in Las Vegas, Nevada. And the questions this week have to do with travel and COVID. Um, great question. Question came in is, is what are the most accurate statistics uh, to do with the Delta variant? And how will that affect the economy? Based on uh, multiple sources, most economists feel like the Delta variant is well under control. And in some localities, Florida, for example, its reproductive number is actually under one. And if you listen to scientists, what they say is when that R number, or they call it sometimes the R not number, is under one, that means the virus is not spreading. I think as of last week, uh, according to uh, our friends at First Trust, I think the state of Florida was at a point five, so it is definitely uh, under one. Uh, a lot of Europe has been under one now for um, well over a month, and I think the best that the economists know is they feel like we are just maybe uh, within two months of this thing breaking down. The other important data to consider is if you look at the number of people with antibodies in the uh, in America, keep in mind America's population is roughly uh, 350 million, 370 million people, is between the number of infections and the CDC themselves uh, feel that for every one infection that is reported, there are an additional four infections that go unreported and the number of people that have been vaccinated uh, at this point 120 percent of the u.s adult population has some type of covid antibodies which should help them uh, beat back a um, an infection now you may say how can more than 100 percent of the u.s adult population be vaccinated or you know have antibodies keep in mind some people that have had covid have also been vaccinated and vice versa with the breakthrough cases so at this point in time uh, the amount of people in the u.s that actually have antibodies um, is thought to be uh, the entire adult population pretty much now Yes, there are outliers or people that are not vaccinated for whatever reason, uh, be it medical or um, religious uh, beliefs, but generally most of the country is. And as we get further into the fall and closer to holiday season, I think you can really look to see which state you live in. What is that reproductive number? And are they all under one? 
And the important uh, thing, not only what the number is, it's the direction of the number. So if the number is uh, under one and falling pretty quickly, that's great. If it's above one but falling fast, that's also good news. So the question from financial planning topic about travel is what should that do to travel? As more and more people have exposure to the virus and have antibodies, and as the reproductive numbers continue to plummet, you would expect more localities to drop mask mandates, other types of mandates that sometimes would put travel, uh, both uh, just leisure and business, on the back foot and would definitely want to uh, get more people in their state, especially if tourism is a large economic engine within their state. Other things to consider from a financial planning standpoint as it pertains to COVID exposure and travel is a lot of the companies, especially airlines, have underperformed this year as in the spring it felt like we were coming out of this uh, COVID uh, predicament we were in only to have Delta come back and um, you know attack different parts of the country at different times, really from uh, June until right around now. Now, keep in mind, the U.S. has been a little bit uh, insulated where they haven't had a lot of international travelers coming in here, and travel is down uh, compared to normal years in the U.S. That may be a reason also that the Delta variant didn't spread totally in a coast-to-coast manner uh, very quickly. It took its time, took its route as it traveled from state to state in different geographies and different regions of the country, leaving its path. Um, now, one thing that's for sure that we'll be able to know probably further uh, into the future, about a year and a half, is states that do rely on, on tourism, when they go to count their tax receipts and release that information from all kinds of travel taxes at airports, hotels, rental car agencies, toll roads, etc. That's when the true cost of the pandemic will be seen. As it stands now, uh, it's very difficult to get any real, what I would say, quote-unquote deals on hotels out there as they have had to pay more money for staff and cleaning. And the idea of getting a hotel room for as cheap as you can get some flights really isn't uh, flying, no pun intended, right now. So keep your eye on that reproductive factor. I think it's called r Uh The lower that goes, the better off we'll be. And those travel economy stocks should do much better once people are able to move about freely again this great country of ours. You've been listening to Financial Fridays. We'll be back same time, same station next week. Have a great week. This is WOMI Owensboro, 99.1 FM and 1490 AM. Translator W256CF, a Town Square media station. Hiring slowed, but unemployment dropped. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Both things happened last month. The economy added 194,000 in September. That is far less than the half million jobs many economists expected, though Fox Business Network's Edward Lawrence also reports. The unemployment rate fell by 0.4% to 4.8%. That's because the labor participation rate dropped, meaning a slight increase in those not working or looking for a job and therefore not counted as part of the labor force. Labor Secretary Marty Walsh just told Fox Business. We're living in unprecedented times, and uh, quite honestly, this is a, a worldwide pandemic, and we're not the only country to see the, these, these concerns in the job market. 
On Wall Street, we've seen stocks rise slightly. The Nasdaq, though, has now just turned a little negative. The debt limit standoff is ending for now. The Senate approved raising it nearly a half trillion dollars, pushing the deadline off to December. The House will vote on Tuesday. This is the deal that Democrats made with uh, Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, who was originally pushing Democrats to go at it alone and use the tricky process of reconciliation, which they did not want to do. Fox's Aisha Hosni at the Capitol. There's been an attack today in Afghanistan, more than a month after the chaotic U.S. withdrawal and evacuations. Fox's Simon Owen has details live. And Dave, reports from Afghanistan say more than 100 people have been injured or killed. The Taliban says worshippers were attending a prayer service at a mosque in the city of Kunduz. The UN says it appears a suicide bomber struck. It could well be Afghanistan's deadliest attack since the US pulled out and the Taliban took control. ISIS has claimed responsibility for a series of killings in recent weeks. Dave. Simon, two journalists from the Philippines and Russia, sharing the Nobel Peace Prize. Maria Ressa, Dmitry Muratov, honored for their work safeguarding the freedom of expression amid crackdowns on speech and democracy in their countries. America's listening to Fox News. Blinds.com is kicking off the holidays early with our week-long friends and family sale with up to 40% off site-wide. Blinds.com makes it easy and affordable to upgrade your window treatments from classic cellular to chic Roman shades. Whether you have us handle everything from measure to install or do it yourself, you can count on Blinds.com's 100% guaranteed perfect fit. Go to Blinds.com right now to save up to 40% off site-wide. Rules and restrictions may apply. Joe Biden wants one of the biggest tax increases ever. Now, experts warn these massive tax increases will wreck the economy. This week, Sean Spicer and Lindsey Keith warn of Biden's tax madness. Each week, Spicer and Company talks to the experts so you can protect your money. Watch Sean Spicer every evening on Newsmax. Find it on every major cable system, most streaming services, or download the smartphone app now. Watch Spicer and Company and Newsmax for the news you need to know. Back to Wall Street and stocks. Fox's Lillian Wu is monitoring the markets and more live here in New York. Dave, stocks are in the green right now despite that anemic September jobs report which came up several hundred thousand openings short of expectations. Employers added 194,000 openings while the unemployment rate fell to 4.8 percent at this new pandemic low. Now, stocks are poised to close out the week higher. The Dow's up more than 50, S&P more than 7, and Nasdaq up by about five some of the gainers today netflix financial firms visa and amex and energy companies dave lily the price of oil spiking up again more than a dollar it's close to 80 bucks a barrel it's surged this week to a seven-year highs driving up the price of the gas pump AAA's national average for regular up two more cents now 324 per gallon you've probably heard about supply chain shortages affecting the economy well it's hitting automakers and car dealers hard a new forecast from ihs market shows the auto industry amid mass production cuts and millions in lost sales sees possible stabilization in semiconductor conductor chip supplies by late next year and that the auto industry won't begin to recover until the first half of 2023 amid surveys that also show car buyers throwing in the towel and exiting the car buying market due to supply shortages and inflated car prices. IHS market also reports the average age of cars and light trucks has risen to 12.1 years fueled by the COVID crisis. 
Jeff Manasso, Fox News. A quadruple header in baseball's playoffs today. The National League Division Series start while in the American League. It's game two after Tampa Bay beat Boston 5 nothing last night in that opener. And the Houston Astros top the Chicago White Sox 6-1. to I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.